Hey, Wild fans, Dev here. Before we get to this week's show, we got a special announcement. 10K Takes has finally launched their very first hoodie just in time for the middle of hockey season. It is super comfortable. It is great. It is the Billy Gambles logo that we fired off, courtesy of Marlo. Shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, Billy G himself for approving the design. You can get a t-shirt or a hoodie at the 10K store at 10ktakesmn.com right now. It's a perfect holiday gift, whether that's for you or somebody else. So yeah, go get one right now. Do it. Do it now. And then listen to the podcast. And then get another one just for good measure. You're listening to Wild Takes presented by 10,000 Takes. Opa. Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. This is the podcast where we talk about the wild and give our takes. I am Dev and with me as always is my vindictively attractive co-host Zooch and it has been a hot minute. We are reunited and it feels so good and my craziness is almost over. So thanks for hanging in with us. But uh, Zooch, how the hell are you, man? You know, it'd be better if I wasn't looking at, you know, four to six inches of snow out there, which is... Quite a bit of snow. Don't let them fool you. That is a lot of snow. Sneaky, sneaky amount of snow. Sneaky amount of snow. It's just I think. enough. It's just enough to be annoying, but not enough to actually make you like do anything different. Right. So, you know, it's a snowstorm out there. So we're. Um, I'm looking forward to the wild to pl- uh, wild getting back on the ice. It's going to be a little bit before they do. Yeah, we are. Uh, not for you listeners, but for us as we're recording, we're two days away from another game in two days. Yeah. From Two days after the last, last. game, yes. yeah, the Wild have a weird mini buy, which it seems like they do every goddamn November. Where which I think it's good for them; they're a little banged up, so they're they're a little, it's good for us this year. But in years past, it's yeah, well, yeah, when, like it'll yeah. be. It, it's like every year, with the exception of the COVID year. Uh, every year, it seems like the Wild get off to a pretty decent start, and then inexplicably take like four or five, six days off. And then they come out flat as hell on the first game. Yeah. Um, so fingers crossed that doesn't happen this time since. Well, they got the Oilers too, and they absolutely dominated the Oilers last season. And I think they put up a touchdown on two of the three games and the other one was a five goal game. So yeah, and we'll, we'll touch more about that yeah. um, later, but the, I'm a little bit more worried about this Oilers team than I have been in the past. Um, I do want to, which before we get into the rest of the show here, uh, let's uh, start off with our cup clinks. Um, as a lot of you know, I'm going to go first on this one because as a lot of you know, the the reason that um, I was not here the last little bit is I've been traveling a bunch for work. And then the one week that I wasn't traveling for work, my brother uh, had uh, knee surgery. So I drove to St. Louis and just tried to help out, um, you know, just around the house and whatnot in that first uh first week and a half two weeks while he uh was recovering because if you've ever had knee surgery it is uh not the easiest to get around but i wanted to give my cup clink to anheuser-busch's safety protocols my brother's fiance uh works for anheuser-busch he takes care of the clydesdales and i didn't know this but 
I didn't know this, but the uh, the Anheuser-Busch, uh, they have like a safety protocol thing in place where if you go a certain amount of time without getting any sort of like safety write-up or OSHA violation, uh, you get a ticket. And you can redeem those tickets for multiple cases of beer. So one ticket go. is like three or four cases of beer. So that is that is very good motivation for your employees. Right you there. better be you better be safe. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So while I was there, uh, uh, his fiance and him, um, she went to uh the the brewery and she picked up uh seventeen cases of Mick Golden, eleven cases of Bud Light, uh, three or four cases of. Bud Heavy and one case of Bush Light for like 10 or 11 tickets. So whatever the conversion rate comes out to, that's what it was. And then because, so basically because my, uh, my brother's fiance uh, has never caused somebody to lose a finger at her, uh, at her job. I got two free cases of Mick Golden Light. So shout out to Mick Golden Light. I love you. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta drink them during the wild games it might be good luck instead of drinking peronis or whatever the yeah, hell in the exactly. last year um, not a good look from my co-host there drinking the, the peronis and he absolutely murdered us last year <laughs> the the wild so this is a true stat so the wild are undefeated uh two and oh now uh when i drink a mick golden in the four walls of my home while the game is happening. There you go. Because you're not able to get them down there where you're at. So I get most of the games just through ESPN Plus. No, I'm saying the... the oh, the Mick Golden. Yeah, no, I cannot get that. I'm, I'm sure you get the games, Dev. Otherwise, yeah, don't you worry. Yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> listen. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't get Mick Golden's here. So the only time that I... The only chance that I get is when... Uh, I didn't even know I could get them in St. Louis, if we're being honest. Um, I knew that they were an AB beer, but I, did, I assumed that they were like the cans literally have the shape of Minnesota as the barcode. So like I just kind of mm-hmm. assumed it was always like Minnesota only. Maybe, well, maybe like right across the border. You know, if you go to like Hudson, for sure, like, Wisconsin, maybe. Yeah, they should so change kind of the barcodes assumed. for each state. It'd be kind of cool. No, nah, the ones like the ones I got in Missouri had the Minnesota shape. That'd be awesome. It's cool. Awesome. There you so go. yeah, shout out to Anheuser-Busch. Way to keep people safe by uh, providing them alcohol. It's a there sentence you go. that's never been said before. Yes. So um, what's your cup clink? You know, my cup clink is, I know we, in, in today, in today's world, people hate celebrating ties, whatever, you know, everyone gets a trophy, yeah. those people. But I am actually going to do my cup clink for the United States men's soccer team tying England in the World Cup. I I was very happy with the tie. I think anyone who follows the game of soccer knows how dominant England has been against the United States. I mean, we have one win since 1950 against, <laughs> against England. So coming out the tie, putting yourself in position to win and you're into the, the, the knockout stage of this tournament, I think that's a good feat for this team who missed out on the World Cup four years ago. So my cup clink is for the U.S. Let's go USA, who plays Iran here in shit an hour. From when we're recording this, so yeah. you guys know the outcome of the game, but while you're listening, we do not. So let's go USA. Let's hope they get through. And uh, I believe if they get through, they'll play the Netherlands, which will be a tough task. But who cares? At least you get through, and you're one of the best 16 teams in the you know world. So that's yeah. good. 
Go USA, baby. I don't know dick about soccer, uh, but I, I do love rooting for America and any sort of international thing. So yeah, oh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm my neighbor's a big soccer fan, so I'm gonna go actually over to his house here in a little bit and we're gonna Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the guy I think they the, win. It should they got a favorable matchup, but I mean Iran did beat Wales two two nil, I believe. So sure. that's uh Look at you saying nil like a real soccer fan. Hey, I'm a real soccer fan now. Though every time the World Cup comes around every four years, dude, I turn into a soccer junkie. I love soccer. I will say one of the over <laughs> the, the um I think it was the 2010 World Cup with all the Vuvuzelas in South Africa. Yes. Uh, oh my I was, god. I was in the Middle East for that, and I had never experienced what? anything like that. And it was yeah, horrific. it was a really really cool experience. That's the oh. first. That's the first World Cup I watched. I remember Italy winning in two thousand six because I was at hockey, and I remember having it up. And they won, I believe, in penalties. Don't quote me. I I, I just remember them kicking it in and them going crazy. I'm like, oh, that that's pretty cool. Where's the U.S.? Because at that age, you're like, oh, the U.S. is the greatest country in the world. So why are we? Mm-hmm you know, playing for the title and you look it up and they didn't even make the knockout stage. I don't think you're like, wait a minute here. Are we not the best at soccer? And no, we are not. (laughs) I heard somebody once the arguments that they're like, Oh, if we put our NFL players on a pitch and had them play against the rest of the world, they would dominate. Imagine Aaron Donald running at you. And it's like, dude, they soccer has skill. Yeah. These guys are playing football. I think it was Bleacher Report that was like the best like eleven American athletes, and it was like Patrick Kane and Austin Matthews and yeah, LeBron okay, and, dude, like and relax. like KD. I was like, this is a horrible idea. Yeah, Can well, it's imagine? like some of these countries have other sports. <laughs> like, okay, I realize they're not as good as the U.S. at those sports, but there's still people playing other sports there that I'm sure if they played soccer would be very good soccer players too. Yeah. You know. Can you imagine like certain hockey players playing soccer? Because it'd be so funny. It would be funny because like they like, do the little you know juggling before the games, and I'm sure, dude, I'm sure they'd be able to play. They're world class athletes. I'm sure they could hold their yeah. own, but like they would get smoked off the pitch. Look at me. Oh yeah, shout out me knowing the terms. There we go. Um, All right. Let's get into hockey though. We got stick taps yeah, to give. Absolutely. You know, um, I'll start with stick taps. How about? We'll, we'll flip it for this one. Mine is Logan Cooley does the Michigan. Mm-hmm. His future home, Mullet Arena. So that was um, And it was also cool because I believe Matthew Nice, who is from Arizona, had all the guys over because they played Arizona State, obviously, for Thanksgiving weekend. Who Arizona is a sneaky good hockey team. They watch out for them later in the season. Um, but, yeah, they – Arizona, Arizona, Arizona State, yeah. Okay. The Sun Devils. They got awesome jerseys, probably probably one of the best jerseys in college hockey for my money. Um, but, yeah, no, Minnesota's a wagon, man. They are very good. They split this weekend, but they lost in overtime, which in college hockey is kind of like you. They used to just call it a tie back in the day, but now it's they don't. But, yeah, he did the Michigan. It was unreal. Ton of skill on that team. They look very scary. They're a wagon. Go Gophers. Skew my the boat. Go Gophers. <laughs> there you go. Uh, my stick tip this week is uh, Wayne Simmons. Uh, on our last episode, we mentioned that, um, well, we mentioned everything that's going on with the Boston Bruins and just how unbelievably stupid and shitty that they are. Uh, and sorry, spoked. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't think that um, that's breaking news for us uh, for Spoke Z. But anyway, no. Um, 
uh, uh, last week sometime, uh, you may remember Isaiah Meyer Crothers, um, who had his bully signed by the Red Wings. Um, Wayne Simmons took him out for his 21st birthday. Um, he just got, from what I can tell, his mom put it on Twitter that like he got to hang out with Wayne Simmons, uh, for a night. And then he was Wayne's guest of honor at a, uh, Leafs Red Wings game the next day. So that's a hell of a 21st birthday present and shout out to Wayne Simmons for making that happen. Cause that was such a dumb, dumb story, like awful story. And it's even worse, that, they tried to like sneak him in, like yeah. thinking we do it at this time. No one's going to notice. No one's going to say anything. And in two years, he can come up and play. No, not happening. In this day and age, they caught him red handed. No, absolutely not. And so, you know, good, good on, good on Wayne Simmons for making a terrible situation uh, turn into something that's actually going to be kind of nice. That's going to, you know, that's going to be a really nice little memory for, uh, for that sure. for that young man. So good job, Wayne Simmons. Stick taps to you, buddy. Yeah, we love you, Wayne. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Before we get into the uh, the rest of the show, we are going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back at it. Better Edge is the exclusive betting partner of Ten Thousand Takes, and if you're using some other platform, that's lame. Don't do that. Use Better Edge, and if you haven't done it yet, go to Better Edge, sign up, and use promo code Ten K for twenty three dollars. 7th Avenue Pizza. Better than sex. All right, let's get into the beat and the potatoes of this show here. Uh, first things first, uh, the last couple days, we had a couple of big-time birthdays. So, happy birthday to Marc-Andre Fleury the Flower and our captain, Jared Spurgeon. Happy birthday, guys. That's all you get. Two guys who get shit on on social media. The amount of times this year that I've seen people talk about... Jared Spurgeon is being captain is the reason this team has no uh, no will to win. They're like he's so small, he's blah blah blah. Like okay, everybody needs to just show. And it's the same with Flurry. He started the season rough. It happens. I mean, it, it happens. As a goalie, you go through tough stretches. That's what happened. Look at Markstrom this year. He went from being one of the top goalies in the NHL, like what people say, to now people just rip on him, saying should he be in the NHL at all. <laughs> like I mean, yeah, not as extreme everything, but like, not, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, not it, as an extreme example, but like Igor Shosturkin won the goddamn Vezina last yes. year, and he's having a rough patch right now. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It's it's and not to mention he's old. <laughs> We're talking yeah. about birthdays. He's, he's an old man. He's thirty eight years old now. But of me, I think Flowers played pretty well this season. He had his, he had a few rough games at the beginning, but he's he's pulled it together. The Wild have won a few. We're in fourth place in the Central within striking distance of first place because games play. I mean, it, if you match it up, I think we if we win both of our next two games and are even with Dallas, we're like four points out. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. Age of the season. So, they put themselves, after a rough start, they've put themselves right in position, and I think the Wild, I, you know my Wild take from our last episode, I think they're going to go on a run in uh, January, February and win the division. So, Absolutely. Just keep within striking distance. Lay like a snake in the grass and wait to strike because it's coming. I think this wild team is going to look pretty good here coming up. They need to get help. No, I agree. Um, Actually, yeah. Well, since we're on the topic of uh, getting healthy. Yeah. uh, Well, first of all, shout out to shout out to Phil. Yes. He, uh, while Mark Andre Fleury was down, he kind of held the fort. Uh, Oh, yeah. Zane McIntyre only played one game in that stretch. 
Did he play? I, I don't even. He might not. I don't think. I don't think he played a game. No. So shout out to Phil. Um, I'm. We had one rough game while Flurry was out in that. Yeah, but like you know, whatever that happens. I don't remember what game that was. They're all jumbling together with me. But he had two stellar games with one goal allowed and two goals allowed. So that that, that's what you want. Here's okay. I want to. It was the Penguins game. I think is the one you're talking about. Yes, yes, he was rough. But like defense was bad in that game too. Yeah, I'm just more or less talking about when we got it to. A one goal game. It was frustrating yeah. to see. Oh, that one goal he let in with that weak shot from base. Yeah, that was tough. And I was like, no, we were right there. We were pushing, making our push. But the Penguins also have been playing very well. So I don't view that loss as whatever. You know, they started, they had like a seven game losing streak or something. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, that's the only Penguins game I've watched this year. So I, yeah, really they, they had I a losing know. streak. They lost like seven in a row. And now they're five, kind of like the Wild. They're 500, you know. Laying in the grass, you just yeah. the, the, you just gotta wade the water at the beginning of the season. Look at Buffalo, uh, yeah, not hey, at the I, bottom of their division. Zooch, I have a question for you. What's up? I think I so I know that we took we took away you know his full name at the beginning of the year, and he's got to earn it back. I think he's earned his first name back. Can we call him yeah. Philip now? He's Philip. Henceforth, he's Philip. Yep. All right, and then he's he, gonna get Gustafson back. He'll be he'll be Philly G for a little bit here. Philly G, yep. Philly G, I like that actually. So we're that's good so right there. I think he's I think he's one one uh one one win away from being Philly G. I like that. All right, good, good. Um speaking of, you know, new names and, and faces here, um Ryan Reeves wild yes. traded wild traded a fifth round pick um in twenty twenty five, I think. Six, something like that. It's in two or three. It's twenty twenty five. It's a late. Who gives a shit? I, I'm Listen, a, I give a shit. Do you know I'm, how special fifth round picks are? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, you mentioned Kirill, right? Yeah. I mean, you know my opinion on picks, dude. Get players that can help you now. Just he. If, I, the, if the Wild didn't have like a really strong prospect pool, I would maybe feel a little weird about it. Oh yeah. I I, I don't. I don't think Ryan Reeves is that good of a player. No, but it's not since, why they got him. But so, since that you know, trade, since that trade, the Wild are three and one. Dude, it's not why. It's not the skill, and it it makes me so mad to see these people like, oh, that trade makes no sense. Yes, it does. The trade makes sense. The Wild were. You look at our fourth line. I know everyone talks about size, and I realize size isn't everything. But when your fourth line is all 5'10 and 5'9, they're they're supposed to be the grinders of your team. You need some people with some size in your bottom six. They have that now. It also allows Felino. I realize he just got in a fight, so this looks like a dumb comment. But it allows Felino to play more of a skilled game. Felino is a skilled player. He really is. When he plays his game and plays skillfully, that helps the Wild. I think I... I, I, Not being strictly a defensive zone player. Yeah. You have him. He's a skilled offensive guy too, but he has to play defensive all the time. I'm gonna nitpick you a little bit. Okay. Um, I think Felino is a player that has skill, not necessarily a skilled player. Does that make sense? No, well, no I get what you're saying, but he needs to play a skill. Definitely, be- yeah, uh, he's definitely he, better. We need him to score goals. We need yeah, him to he- score goals, and where when he's focusing so much on the body and going after people. That's when the Wilds struggle. I mean, look at it against the Blues. That's why the Blues pound on us. Or not the Blues. Oh, Nashville. Nashville. Every single time we play them, 
I feel like we've been losing because they get in our heads so much and it it takes us out of our game. We're a skilled hockey team. We need to play skilled. And when you have guys just going after people left and right, you're fighting your way out of these games. That's the reason Nashville dominates us. And, and having a guy like Reeves is like, okay, hey, Reeves, you're not very good in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> there, beat the shit out of this guy. Give us some juice, you know? Like having him in the box versus having Felino in the box for five minutes or ten minutes, whatever it is for a fighting penalty, is not good for business. Having Ryan Reeves in the box for ten minutes, it's like, okay, who cares? That's fine by me. It, it just, it, I think it does help out a little bit, including, I mean, Middleton. We don't need Middleton jumping into fights unless he really has to because he's a big back end guy for us that plays penalty kill minutes and it, yeah so i don't know i like the trade i think it gives us an edge i think it gives uh some relief for these other players who feel the need that they need to be the ones standing up for Kirill when something like that happens now you got yeah. the motherfucker in the league coming out there when uh you know something goes around and i also want to make a comment he is my least favorite player like in the entire league before the wild trade for him like i did not like ryan reason I always thought playing him, I'm like, God, no one can do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. We sent Moose at him, who for my money is probably the second best fighter in the league. I mean, probably not, but that's I see him fight a hell. He's up there. He's up there. He's definitely up there. I don't know if he's number two, but I Right. I, but he handed re or he handed Felino his lunch when they fought at the beginning of the season. It wasn't even yeah. a Reeves. When you have a guy yeah. like that, it it there's no bullshit happening on the ice because they're like, ah. I'm not answering the bell to Ryan Reeves. That is not someone I'm going to fight. So no, nah, it's like I would say it's probably Revo, Revo one, the entire roster of the Philadelphia Flyers two, <laughs> two, two through twenty four, and then Felino, Felino, oh, Felino's top five fighter in the league. Though I mean, he's he definitely can handle his own. But that's just my point. I I, I know uh, the people in a in a certain group chat that we're in and we're not liking and then we're scratching their heads but you got to look at it with a broader view it's he we're not signing him for skill that's the other Listen, thing we don't need to we don't that need a sub, sub comment here like we can just say it the people the people that are more like analytically uh minded um, yes did not which, like, it. like which is understandable like yeah his, no i get it his, his analytics are terrible. He oh, yeah. is like, he's not even that good, like analytically defensively. Like he's like, no. I think, I think an, I, I am, I'm stupid. So like, who knows? But like, I think that the, like his, his like analytical and his like underlying numbers for defense are like below average. And then offense is just a <laughs> abysmal crater. Yeah. But the, I think that's where like, there is a disconnect between you know, eye test and analytics and, you know, like there was that, uh, I think it was Russo and Brett Marshall were going, I think after the, uh, that last predators game that you're talking about, where it was like, uh, outside of the first period, the wild, like controlled play, uh, in like underlying numbers. And Russo was like, that is not what I saw. And I, yeah, well, that's yeah, no, man, I, dude, if you're analytical, this isn't a, it's kind of a shot, but just know I respect everyone. No, there's a place for it. Absolutely. You do. You work hard for it. It's it's it is what it is. But the eye test is just. I personally watch the games. I'm not looking at a computer and go, "Wow." Apparently, his chances were really good today. Like, wow, he was really creating offense. And you're watching. And you're like, okay, he, I guess he played okay. But it's like, sure, he might have made plays that are going to create offense. 
but at the same time, it didn't create offense. So it. I, well, that's the thing. I think it's hard to explain the way I feel about it, but I get. I get what you're saying. You you yeah. lean on the eye test more heavily, yes. and I think I, my thought, and I think I think a lot of people in the analytics community. I don't want to speak for them for sure, but like I think that this is how some of them, like a good chunk of them feel of like just use it as a tool. Like it's not necessarily yeah. the end all be all of like oh like this guy's uh you know expected goals percentage is higher than this guy so he should be higher in the lineup i don't think it's quite like that um but it's more of just like okay if we realize like you know like jason zucker just randomly like if we like he has you know however many expected goals but then his actual goals is lower than that so like how do we you know, be like, hey, you're creating offense. How do we put you in a better position to finish, you know, or whatever? Um, well, that was like, hey, if you move Rossi up with Boldy, the numbers and the analytics are telling me that he's going to produce and he's going to score goals and get assists, and it didn't happen. So it's – Yeah, let's use that as a segue. Moved, Mark I mean, Rossi, yeah, uh, Rossi, yes. He's back down. He, where he line. should be, where he should be. I know it's not take. I don't think he is – I. He didn't show me enough to tell me, he, and I realize he's playing on the fourth line. I get it, but you have to earn your keep in the NHL. Like it's, you're not. They're not just going to throw you up there because you were a top ten pick. They're going to want to see more from you playing in yeah. a role. So it, yeah. And it's not like he wasn't on the power play. I mean, he got power play minutes, not a ton, because the first unit deservedly is taking a minute and a half of each power play because they should be. I mean, that second unit is. Whew, not the greatest. The one game Boldy experiment sending him down to that second unit. I was like, what are they doing? Just playing. Yeah, that didn't last. That was stupid. Um, yeah, I think he's worried. Yeah, it sucks. I like that. I, I'm I'm bummed for Marco because I feel like there's enough of like the idiot fans that are gonna read this and be like, oh, he's a bust, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yep. The reality is everybody from his draft class, like, there's not that many guys that are actually like popping off and doing well from from that draft class and you know i think COVID has a huge part of it they missed oh hell yeah a dude giant chunk of their development and if you like look across the league and all of the all of the other guys you know in and around his uh like draft stock there nobody else is playing a ton either so i i think that you almost i was on i, I listen i it, it's definitely looking like i was wrong um and and you know what? I'll even go ahead and say I was wrong. He uh, he is a he is going to be a great player. I'm not backing off on that. Uh, but he's not great yet, and that's okay. Um, so here's what I'm hoping happens: is you remember a couple of years ago, uh, right at, right before right after the trade deadline, we sent Jordan Greenway down for like five or ah. six day, five or six yep. games. And he had like a hat trick and like had a five point night, and he just cooked he just absolutely obliterated dudes in the ahl i think if marco rossi does that he can come back up and play with some confidence um he needs to then, gain confidence that's the biggest thing he's not playing with confidence and on the other but like on the other hand of it if he's down there the rest of the year that means that we don't have anybody that's playing poorly enough that they need to be sent down or right. put in the press box and like that's a good problem to have yeah, I love yeah. I love Marco. I want nothing but the best for him. And, you know, it might stink right now, but long term, I think this probably could be what's best for him. 
And I, yeah, I and he need. I don't know how you if you agree with this. I I personally think he needs to be stronger. He just doesn't. It seems like his lower half. Yeah, he's built strong in the lower half. I just don't think he's got the strength right now to play at the NHL level. I, don't, I, I disagree. So I don't much. think it's. I don't think it's physical strength. From what I've seen, it's just. I think it's, it's upper body strength, not so I much. Don't, I don't think so. I. I I mean I have I this is the I haven't just pushed around too much in my opinion just gets moved out of the front of the net his net front presence he doesn't net front presence needs to improve for sure but I I think it's more of a confidence thing I really do could be yeah because like his whole career we've all and like obviously like the NHL is bigger faster stronger than anybody he's ever played against before obviously but like his whole career he's been able to just bully dudes even though he's smaller. And he's I also he's, 21 years old. I'm pretty sure. Right. He's a, <laughs> so yeah, young. He's a fucking child, really. Yeah. Um, Kaprizov was 24. I was going to compare it to Kaprizov his first year in the NHL, but he, dude, he came in. Kaprizov is a big dude off the ice. Like he may not look like much, but he's got, he's stocky. He's, he's yeah. Yeah. He's stout. He's stout. You're not moving him off the puck. That was never an issue with Kaprizov. He was going to outwork. He's going to get the puck. He's going to, you know, and I just think that's where Rossi's struggling right now is because he's making plays. He's getting to the puck. It's keeping the puck on a stick. It's making a move. It's getting to the front of the net and making a tip, which has been his issue. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe maybe it is confidence. I'm hoping it is. I just think he needs – I think one – I hate to keep pushing it down because we said, oh, he's going to be ready this year. Well, he wasn't. I mean, he's going to – he needs to build some confidence. And if and that's then- the case, he did miss a year of his development. Right. Was sick too. He was sick as hell with that. Uh, the the myocarditis. Yes, the man exactly. Almost lost his heart. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's not, dude. This I don't think this is a lack of effort thing or a lack of trying with him, dude. He literally he couldn't skate. There was nothing he could do about it. No, absolutely. He's a, he's great. I'm listen. Long term, I'm not worried. I don't think worried is the right t- right term for you know how I feel generally. I just I think you know. Yeah, at the end of the day, if if he is down, if he goes down for like two weeks and just smokes everybody and gets his confidence back up, and then that then that can come up and that can translate. That'd be great. I would love to see that. Uh, but if it doesn't, you know, or if he's like just like playing well, you know, instead of just dominating dudes, then let him finish out the year down there. And then because of the weird way the NHL works, I think he could still technically be an NHL rookie next year. Yeah. I believe so. I don't know how many games he played at the beginning here. But he, he played 54. like 14? Yeah. 14 or 15, something like that. I don't – I'd have to look. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, well, speaking of the last four, I mean, the Wild have looked a little better since they've gotten healthy, which is, I know, a huge, weird concept. But yeah. <laughs> they're 3-1 and one in their last four. They beat the Canes. Smoke the Jets. Something about playing the Jets on Thanksgiving weekend. Just they they can't contain us. We just smoke them every time. Back to back touchdown years. Yeah, right. We lost to the lost to the Leafs, which ah, oh, Kaprizov, my sweet sweet prince. <laughs> Second shot, man. Ah, you'd love to see him find the net on that, especially being the goal scorer he is. That one stunk. That one I feel like should have been a 5-4 win in overtime or a 5-4 loss in overtime. Zuccarello, first of all, I think it was Morgan Riley. Maybe it wasn't. 
Someone made an awful play in the last 12 seconds. They shot it up the boards right to Zuccarello. Zuccarello feeds Caprizov. I'm like, that's a goal, baby. And he just yeah. shot it right in the pad. I was like, no. Just missed it. That was hard. I know. He just missed it. Which, dude, I think he had time to settle that puck down and just rip one home. But He probably could have, yeah. He, it's late in the game, though. He's 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 not looking up at the clock like we are. You know, he's he's playing the game. I'm sure he knew that there was there's you know ten seconds left. But that one stung. But then they came back and they beat the Yotes. Gave up a few late ones, which made it look closer than it was. But I mean, yeah, four three will take the win. Three and one, six point yeah. in four games. What more can you ask for? That's that's huge for the Wild at this stage of the season. Everyone, one, one other thing that you didn't mention. Uh, the six on five is back. Yes, we, yes, we did yes, yes, finally. Yes. We scored our first six on five ga- uh, goal. Almost two. Almost oh, two. We honestly we would have had two if it wasn't for Matt Murray's fuckery. Yeah, I so like the there was a that clip going around from probably 10, 12 years ago where uh, Henrik Lundqvist just like sh- like blatantly shot. Ah, yeah. He, <laughs> he like, turned around and just threw lost, his net up. He like lost his stick, and so he just like picks the net up off of the Yeah, ice he threw just, that like, shit. Throws it. Yeah. And like that's basically how Matt Murray was in the final eight minutes of the, the Leafs game. And like even before I mean, that. For the too, whole I game, think, yeah. I think he had three different times where the net fell off. Like – where he missed it with a skate and then hit it with his arm. That's not it. Yeah. There needs no. to be something done about that. That's not, dude. That should not. If that's legal, guess what? There's going to be a lot of goalies doing that. There's going to be oh, absolutely goalies doing that, and the NHL needs to get on it and fix it right now. But it's mm-hmm. so it's their little baby, the original six. They're not going to say a damn word to him. So it's. I not hate the goddamn Maple Leafs so much, man. God, I'm not going to say anything to Matt Murray, but the second that Darcy Kemper tries that shit in D.C., oh, like... gone. <laughs> He'll be suspended, like, eight he's games. Gonna go to the, he's going to be forced to the KHL, man. Yeah. God, man. It, it, and the Leafs. I had never realized a team could piss me off so much. Their fans are unbelievable. They are so delusional. It's un... It's, it really just baffles me. And it's... Yeah. Our, our good friend Dom at the Athletic is uh, is a fan of the Leafs, and now I'm just looking at him. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> How can you be such a big fan of this team? But yeah. hey, fandom's weird. I'm sure people say that about the Wild. How can you cheer for a team who's made the playoffs nine of the last ten years and advanced twice? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Do Leafs fans want to get into this with us? No, they don't, because they yeah. have actually had Stanley Cup aspirations. I swear. The last six seasons making the playoffs? Six. At least four. With the, well, at the least four. Maybe six is a stretch because their team... Six is probably... I mean, six is like window is opening and then four yes. was like, okay, we got... I think Four is like, dog, they were... they they. Was it, when was Tavares? Four or five years ago? Four, right? I, I don't know. Not four, a good contract either, in my opinion. Right. Four sounds right. Contract, if you want me to be yeah. honest. It's age like milk, but that doesn't mean it hasn't uh, wasn't what it you know we weren't good for him going home playing for his home team, but that's a yeah yeah. <laughs> there um, we go. Twenty eighteen, hey. four years ago, seven years. There year. we go. Bing bang. That's eleven mil a year. Yeah, that's not a good contract, my guy. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. All right. Um, we talked protein. We did. Okay. A little bit. I do like talking about the the factor with looking ahead. We got the Oilers three times yeah. days. He needs to get healthy because he is the McDavid kryptonite. He yeah. plays David better than any defenseman in the league. He holds him 
I mean, McDavid might get a goal or might get an assist against us, but you hold McDavid to one or two points a game, you did your job. <laughs> like that's right. I'm good. actually I'm gonna pull up. Um, I mean, just looking ahead, you got the Oilers twelve times. That Eric twelve times. That'd be insane. Twelve times in three days. They're deaf. No, three times in twelve days. Twelve times three. in three days would be tough. Yeah, that would be a tough, tough stretch for the boys. Uh, yeah, so let's hope McDavid gets back. Or McDavid. Let's hope Jonas Brodin gets back to shut McDavid down because yeah. that could get dangerous. McDavid is a one-man wrecking crew, and not to mention they got Leon Dreisaitl as well. So you got two guys there that can take over games. You need your number one D-man. Um, you got the Ducks and Stars on weekend manatees as well. Manatees? Manatee? Matinee. Eh? Yeah. See, I can't. Manatee. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I'm like – yeah, dude, it's bad, but yeah, you know what I meant. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that start. Game. I told, dude, don't laugh at me. I told you the beginning of the season, I thought the stars could make some noise this season. I think a yeah. young tender, they got young guys. I was wrong. I was wrong. Well, hey, hey, I don't like pointing out you being wrong, okay? That's not what I like to do here, but I had to say something about it <laughs> because I was pretty strong on the stars, and I'm, uh, I'm not glad that they're good, but. No. I do think that is a team the Wild can potentially beat if you meet them in the playoffs. So I don't mind having them stick around. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I don't want to see the Blues or Avalanche this year in the first round. Keep them away from me. I don't want to see the Stars because I hate getting goalied, and that's a. I just, yeah, I know, yeah. I know what would happen. I know, I, I have seen this. I have seen this goddamn thing play out far too yeah. times, where we would play Jake Ottinger and he would play. Six, he would play six games, and you know, if it goes seven, he plays six games, and I don't even know who their backup is. And he would go, you know, three and one against the three, and well, he probably would go four and one against the wild, <laughs> I guess. Five, games see, the thing I games. see, I, I get you there, but he he played about as well as any goalie in yeah, the he was awesome. of the playoffs in last postseason, okay. And he still lost to the Flames. So I'm. I mean, it's. I, yeah, I, but the rest of that Stars team, is the a rest team. of that Stars team was dog shit. And then this I year think, they're actually think, playing pretty well. I also, just shout out a, shout out Rupe Hintz just signed a mega deal. Yes, um, he did. Let me pull up that number again real quick. Uh, eight point five by eight, I believe. Eight seven five by eight. Sounds right. I think it's eight seven five. But yeah, no, that's just a team I think the Wild could play against. I just I'm so sick of seeing the same teams in the playoffs, man. It's just it's starting to bug me. Yeah, well, I think in the, the division and getting someone from the Pacific for once because that's never happened. <laughs> we never get anything right. like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the Stars game. That's that's going to be a game. I think the Wild. It's a little tester. Too, you can gain some gain some ground in the division because now we can look at the division races after you know your 20, 25 games in here. It's time to start looking ahead. So we're, we're, eh, what needs to happen on a game to game basis for us to move up in the standings? I mean, they're already at f- our fourth in mm-hmm. respected division. Yeah, when I looked last. Yeah, I think that's correct. Still, I don't think we're holding uh, the playoff spot yet. But every the the no, I think we I think we are over the Pacific team. Okay, and it's it's man, it is wide open right now. So it's it's one of those seasons where you just gotta, like I said, you gotta keep them close, keep your enemies close, <laughs> and as long as the Wild are within striking distance, I feel exactly. Like this is a good team. The Wild. I'm not backing off my take that this is a good hockey team. I don't think the Wild are a hockey team. I think 
they're battling cap hell, but Garrett still put a team out there that's competitive, and that's all you can really ask for as a fan of a team. Yeah. Are, you were right. We are holding the second wild card spot. Edmonton is 12 and 10. It's a little. Yeah. No, nah, Edmonton's actually got a sneaky good team this year, too. Yeah, they do. Vegas and Seattle, man, those are two teams that have really surprised me. Yeah. I think Seattle. everyone wrote off Vegas because Eichel's a cancer and he's not going to play on a team that's good. I never bought into that. I never believed that. And look at that. Wow. <laughs> First in the whole entire league, I'm pretty sure. Maybe, nope, second. But still, you catch my drift. I don't think... Yeah was the issue for the damn Golden Knights last year. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's them running poor Robin Leonard into the ground and uh, not having a goalie for the playoff push. Well, they won't have – I mean, shout-out to Logan Thompson. He's playing his ass off this year. So Yes, he him, is. And they got Aiden Hill, too. I didn't realize that. I had forgotten about that, too, but I wasn't – it's not, you know. He's okay. It's Aiden Hill. And they still they still, <laughs> still got Keegan Colasar. Yeah. I was half expecting them to sign Devin Dubnik for a little bit there. And then Doobie was like, just kidding. I'm going to retire, which like shout out to Doobie for. I love Doobie. God, I love Doobie. He's so good. We were going to talk about him. I can't remember what he said on a podcast. Oh yeah. He's talking about uh, who's the, who's the first overall pick Kyler Yamamoto or whatever for uh, the Oilers. The Oilers. Yeah. He said he called him a fucking idiot because he rang one off his head in practice. Like he shot it right off Dubnik's head. And he was like, you, they asked him, who was the dumbest player you ever played with? He immediately said, Kyler. He said, that guy's a fucking idiot. No mercy. I love Doobie. Doobie's good. I I love Doobie. Like I remember however many years ago it was 2014, I think 15. No, that's not right. 16, 17? It was 15 or 16 when he, we got him, I believe. Yeah. He went on that insane run where but we I remember whenever we, whenever we got him, I never, I, I hadn't, like, thought about him in years. And I yeah. didn't follow the league outside of the wild closely. So I knew that he existed, but I didn't, like, I hadn't really thought about him. And, um, and I remember being like, oh, cool. We have the same name. This guy rocks. I'm all in. And then he just went off. He was, dude. he went nuts his first he year was, with us. Like, I think he got second in the Vezina that year. And if he'd been with us the whole year playing like that, like he would have been like the best goalie. Oh yeah. Dude, ever. didn't he win? Didn't we win like 26 of something in that stretch with him? Some ridiculous. Number, he was yeah. insane for the wild. Now that you say that I'm actually, I got to look that up because dude, I'm pretty sure he went on some stretch of hockey that hasn't been seen. Like he was unbelievable. So, and like, Listen, I do be. I have another I have goalie Edmonton had and <laughs> let go. Yeah, I got nothing but love for Doobie. I hope he is enjoying the absolute shit out of his retirement. Cause... Yeah, dude. Okay, so thirty nine games for the Wild um, traded for him. Twenty seven wins, nine losses. <laughs> yeah, one, not bad. A one point seven goals against. Holy shit! In a ninety three percent save percentage. With five shutouts, might I add. And he was the shutout king for the Wild. He had a... He was. For us. He had five shutouts in 39 games. That's the reason the Wild made the playoffs that year. And he had an insane stretch of hockey where he won a ton of games. So Listen, it, obviously goalies don't play all 82 games. But over that stretch, that's a 123-point pace. Yeah. That's like... That's fucking ludicrous. That's and he, he also played 63 games the second season with the Wild. He had a little he was good. 
rough stretch in his, in his second um, or no, his second season. His third season, fourth season were very good. I mean, the goals against was a little higher in his fourth season for the Wild, but dude, he killed it. The Wild he were was awesome with him and Net. Thirty-five and sixteen the next year with him and Net. You can't ask <laughs> from your goalie, man. No, no, you yeah, cannot. we love Devin. So Devin, if you uh, for some reason hear this, we'd love to have you on the pod. Get Doobie on the pod. Get Doobie on the pod. I'd love to All talk right. to him and pump his tires. So absolutely. Oh, listen. That's my one thing as a podcast host that I know that I'm good at is uh, pumping tires. tires. Let's go. I'd like Real to tell him that Edmonton was fucking stupid, and I'm sure yeah. he. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love that. Uh, so yeah, um, that is gonna do it for us. Uh, yeah. So before we end the show all the way, we're gonna end the show the same way that we end every episode uh, by giving our wild takes. Uh, Zooch, why don't you go first on this one? Okay. Okay, uh, the people who know me know that I love Kirk Cousins a lot. Like, he is probably my favorite quarterback the Vikings have ever had. Wow. This, uh, this, this wild take hates me. Or hate. Well, I hate this wild take, and the wild take probably hates me too. Uh, <laughs> but the Vikings are going to trade up for a quarterback in the next draft. I think it's time they go out and get a young kid. Uh, maybe he plays behind Kirk for a year. I believe Kirk has one more year after this year on his contract. Mm, I think it's two. Well, well. And I don't know. Maybe I'm an idiot. But you know what? Yeah. You know, we're going to just keep this for, for time and takes. But yeah, I think they trade up for a quarterback. And I didn't, I'm just now realizing I'm pretty sure Caleb Williams is going to be in the next draft after. But he's more than likely going to go number one overall. So I'm not going to. My so, take yeah. is get Caleb Williams in two years. But I just, that is not, you're not going to acquire a number one pick, especially the team's going to need a quarterback, I'm guessing. But yeah, I think this is the year. Trade up, get someone like Shroud, get someone like uh, Bama kid. Damn it, what's his name? Bryce Young. Yes, Bryce Young. Someone like Bryce Young. I just get someone young to sit behind Kirk and learn. I think they need to do it, and I think this is the draft to go up. And there's some players they can go up and get. So, so here's here's where we're at by seen, the way on the Kirk Cousins contract here. Yeah, uh, he's got this year, uh, the okay. rest of this year at thirty one and a half million cap hit. Uh, he's got all of next year at 36.25 and then uh, 24 and 25 are um, void years basically. So like we have to pay him regardless and it's 12 million the first year and 6 million the second. Um, and then if we want to actually have him on the roster, we have to pay him on top of the 12 million and 6 million. So I, I think he's got two more seasons with the Vikings this season, maybe next and maybe the year after. I mean, this could all be shot right in the foot if the Vikings go and win the Super Bowl. <laughs> he's he's yeah. going to go anywhere. So uh, if, if he wins the Super Bowl, I fully believe Quasey's going to give him a contract till he retires. So, yeah, I mean, I don't Honestly, think any, I think the fan base I would think be I, okay with that. Yeah, I, think I, I would, would be, give me a Super Bowl. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch you till you retire, baby. Can like, you imagine with how yeah. fucking divided this fan base is over Kirk Cousins? If Kirk Cousins is the one to finally bring us to the promised land and. Uh, we then how how far into the how far like let's say I really I hope it happens but I don't think it happens this year but let's say it does. Do we give it to week six next year and like Kirk has a bad game before the fan base is back against him? <laughs> week six? I wouldn't even give break? six games. Probably been the preseason that he plays somehow gets in throws a pick. See, should have got a new QB. We need to keep this thing rolling. I mean, this is the year nine and two man. The window is now. This it's this it it the Vikings. I I think they should have been a little more active on the trade deadline and getting a corner. Um, 
I really think they kind of fumbled the bag there. They should have been all in. This is the season. You're nine and two. You have a shot at that one seed. You get that one seed, you're pretty much in the NFC title game. Unless you're the Packers. <laughs> well, the Packers for the title game. They just don't do Well, last year, last year they had that game against uh they couldn't score any points and then they blocked. It was beautiful. I love it. That was absolutely amazing. Now Packers uh, are eating tears uh, this year. Yeah. I love it. There was a good like three or four year stretch there where the the Packers versus Niners playoff game was must watch TV. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I think they trade up to get a QB in this next draft. Obviously, that can change, but there's names, there's people. I think this would be the draft to do it in because next year, I mean, it's Caleb Williams or bust pretty much. <laughs> that kid is a stud. I don't, I don't know. He might declare for this one, but I think he's staying at. I don't think he can. I think he's got one more year left that before. Oh, he can. okay. I thought they could declare at any point, but no, you have to be. It's either two or three years out of high school. Oh, really? It's for sure two. I can't. I think it's two. It might be three. Then, yeah, it's he, he's got to play. <laughs> he's got to play next year. There's no other option for him. Yeah. It's not like hockey where <laughs> they go to the U for a year and they're like, oh, see ya. No, listen. <laughs> you so much. An 18 there, an 18-year-old playing in the NFL would get literally killed. Yeah. Literally. Well, yeah, die. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, they definitely need to get a little older. <laughs> With more uh, meat on the bones there. No, like, maybe a kicker. Maybe. Maybe. But, like, no. It would just, you would be murdered. Those are grown-ass men. We would, see a, <laughs> we would see a child die. Yeah. It's not good. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my wild take is also uh, kind of related to football. Um, Let's go. Just a general statement. I, I would I truly this is uh, this is apparently a wild take but you know apparent Auburn the Auburn fan base is fucking shattered right now so um I would rather I would literally rather watch my team go winless go zero and twelve in the college football than be this embarrassed about who is leading them like it is unbelievable so Auburn hired Hugh Freeze um and if you ignore the fact that he uh, reportedly made like teenage girls change their shirts in front of him uh, because of the fact that they were like wearing inappropriate shirts and you just say like, Oh, it was a weird punishment. Okay. Sure. If you ignore that weird, but okay. If you ignore the fact that he cheated on his wife with hookers that he uh, hired using, uh, using the university of Mississippi uh, resources. um, That's weird, but okay. If you ignore the fact that he is uh, DMing, um, you know, a former student at Liberty uh, who has an open lawsuit against the school uh, because of the things that she said about the the athletic director that was uh, allegedly covering up sexual assault. Um, if you, you you can ignore one or two of those things and 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 be like, well, you know what? He's he's a good coach and whatever. Um, Hugh Freeze has a losing record in the SEC. He has one 10 win season, a nine win season. And again, at, at Liberty, he's, he's got three of his four years. He's got eight or fewer wins at Liberty, which is like, you know, a group of five school. If you're supposed to be this like hot shot, really, really good coach, like you should be killing your competition. And the one year that he had a good year, he had Malik Willis, a quarterback, he had an yep. NFL quarterback against group of five schools. And he still managed to only win 10 games. Like, 
even if you ignore all of the like questionable morality stuff, like he's just not, he's not that good of a coach. He's like not, he's just not. So I'm, I'm truly embarrassed about the fact that Auburn hired Hugh Freeze. It blows. It sucks so much. And like, that's the thing I said, like questionable uh, morality, extremely sarcastically. This man does the like let me like do the hope de dope de like i i'm gonna tell you how much i love jesus and that automatically makes me a good person it does not if you want to be like a good you know if you want to be a christian man if that's the image that you want to portray you have to act like it. you can't just say but jesus is my friend and then use that as an, a get out of jail free card which is what he right. has done repeatedly including at the press conference that he did when he was like announcing he was like well you know thanks to jesus i you know saw the error in my ways and blah 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 he didn't actually do anything he just said the like oh i'm sorry i cheated on my wife and well, was- yeah and i don't think jesus would be hiring hookers to cheat on his wife i don't think yeah. Doing that, it's like and like and I, I think he was also hiring hookers too for like recruits and stuff. Like I listen, some people are like, oh, but Auburn has Bruce Pearl. If you want to equate hosting a barbecue that's against NCAA uh, rules and regulations to hiring hookers uh, for recruiting purposes, like went the Patino route, huh? Are not the same thing. Yeah, they're he definitely went not. the Patino route too. Like <laughs> at Louisville, I'm pretty. Patino was hiring hookers yeah. for the kids. And listen, like if you're, you know, if you're in sex working, good for you. Get that bag, do your thing. I, I truly don't care. It's not about that. It's about the fact that he is putting on this like holier than thou image. Like he's like, oh, look, you know, like because of Jesus, I'm so much better than everybody. And through Jesus, I, I have my purpose or whatever. And then everything he's doing behind closed doors is like the exact opposite of the Bible everything it's just unbelievable (laughs) it's ludicrous so like yeah i would true like if auburn had hired cadillac williams like in my in my in my lifetime i have seen auburn have its worst season since sec like division play happened they went uh they went three and nine they went oh and six in the sec they got smoked they got their doors blown off I would have I would gladly watch three of those seasons again to not have to watch a single second of Hugh Freeze coach this football team. So yeah, uh, apparently it's a wild take to say this, but I would rather not be embarrassed about who is the coach of my preferred uh, football team and watch them. Then I, I I'm just not gonna watch I'm just not gonna watch Auburn football. I I can't I don't see a world that I can do it because yeah. I'm embarrassed. It is awful. I will support everything else about Auburn. Um, I always will, but I just, I can't support football and you know, I, I will, I'll see y'all in two years, Auburn football when Hugh Freeze <laughs> inexplicable, you know, does something stupid. Cause like, he's not just like a bad person. He's a stupid, bad person. Yeah. He, he was given an opportunity to cover up the evidence of the hooker stuff. And he was like, no, it's okay. I'm not doing anything wrong. So like he, tr- at best the the most generous interpretation that i can give is that he truly believes that he's in the right and that just makes him a bad decision maker and that's the man that you want leading our football program fuck that that's horrible <sighs> i agree <laughs> i agreed man i couldn't believe they hired that guy <laughs> i can't believe he's even a college coach but yeah no i got more texts yesterday uh about hugh freeze getting hired it almost reminds me of when baylor hired uh god damn what's his name early 2000s basketball coach Oh yeah. Awful, awful, awful person. Literally the worst person. Covered basically covered up a damn murder in his fucking locker room. 
basically, yeah. essentially. Uh, just an awful person. But, hey, he won basketball games where he's been and wherever he was at. Blah, it, it makes no sense. And it very much reminds me of that. I'm hoping Auburn realizes after a season, how about half a season, that they fucked up royally and yeah. uh, find someone. Because I love when Auburn's good at football. It's always fucked band. It's very fun. And, and like, listen. If so, Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze has a losing record in the SEC, and that's even if you include the wins that have been vacated. If you don't, he's since vacated. I think twenty-one of his wins that he got at Ole Miss. Um, so if you don't include the vacated wins, he's uh, like one and thirty-five against the SEC or something like that. Not good. No, but he has. He's like a. He's like twenty and twenty-two. If you include you know, the pre-vacated stuff. It's a losing record. And like, yeah, Ole Miss isn't as good of a program as Auburn, but like, it's ridiculous. It's ludicrous. So yeah, thanks for tuning into the hockey podcast. I know we always say that it's about fucking winning, but turns out there's some things that are a little bit more important than fucking winning. And that's just some basic common decency. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not mad about it at all. Can you tell? That's a way to end it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, let's end it before I get even more mad because I could literally go for another hour just on this one topic. <laughs> Zooch won't even get a word in. It'll just be, be me yelling and ranting. So maybe that'll do be a special. I'll be just sitting here. I'm going like, mm-hmm. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the soccer game will come on and Zooch will be like, go. Oh, and I'll be like, fuck you. We're talking about America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Thank you for listening, especially that last part. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Wild Takes podcast. We are presented by 10,000 Takes, so go give us a follow on social media at Wild Takes uh, 10K, and make sure to follow along with the rest of the 10K stuff as well. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you hate the show, tell your enemies, especially. Here's the thing. Here's the caveat to that. If your enemy is Hugh Freeze, don't tell him. I don't. I. You can tell him. I don't have anything to hide here. I will tell him this to his face. I think he's a bad <laughs> holier than thou person but like i just i don't care whatever tell yeah if if, if you hate the show no, tell him if you if you hated this tag hugh freeze on twitter tell him to listen to this we'll time stamp it out for you and remember folks it's not just about working hard and having fun it's about fucking winning unless there's just like basic not covering up sexual assault issues and then then do that and then and then focus on winning so focus on winning as long as uh, like you're just like just general low bar for just, like, human decency is covered. But then after that, winning all the way, boom, yeah, fuck yeah, um, we're, we're done. I'm I'm out. <laughs> Stay safe out there, folks. See ya. Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Oh my god. I I truly didn't think I was gonna get that bad and yet here we are